Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Day six of the hockey hiatus and another episode of Flyers Daily. And welcome to your St. Patrick's Day edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Bertitis. Uh, For those listening, I appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a rating and review if you please. And happy St. Patrick's Day to all. We should have been previewing the Flyers taking on the St. Louis Blues tonight, but we all know the situation. We know what's going on. We know it probably is going to get worse before it gets better. But real quick, I had to give a couple of good... uh, um, Irish all-time NHLers to celebrate St. Paddy's Day. On the list, you got to put a guy like, you got to put, I guess, Patrick Kane on the list, who the Flyers missed out on because of a coin flip in his draft year. It's going to be a Hall of Famer. So Patrick Kane, that's a good Irish NHLer. How about, how about former Flyers coach Pat Quinn? They used to call him the big Irishman. We'll put him on our list. Uh, and the other one I could think of off the top of my head, how about Terry O'Reilly, the hated Boston Bruin? Great Irish name. Hated him as a player. Uh, as I am recording episode uh, uh, for Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day, uh, in my home studio on the television, I am watching 1975, the Stanley Cup final, the final game between the Philadelphia Flyers and the Buffalo Sabres from the old odd in Buffalo. And a couple things struck me watching the game. Uh, first of all, the sport looks so different nowadays with the speed and skill. Very raw game back in 1975. Uh, the goaltending, obviously, far different with stand-up goaltenders and the equipment looks like. Instead of uh, pads on their legs, it looks like, you know, like a, a towel is on their legs with uh, tape holding it on, how flimsy the pads are and how small they are. Uh, but the one thing in watching the game, at least up until the third period, when Gene Hart was doing the play-by-play, he was tremendous. He's like the soundtrack to my youth, and it kind of leads me into what I'm going to talk about on the episode here today and talk about with a lot of people that tweeted in as well uh, about why we love this game, why you love this team, the Philadelphia Flyers. And for me, one of the reasons I fell in love with the sport was the soundtrack of Gene Hart. I remember for years going to bed, and I used to put put a boombox behind the speaker in my bed. Remember those boomboxes? And I would listen to the games when it was too late and I had to go to bed for school. And I remember Gene Hart, like he was like the guy that said goodnight to me. It was goodnight, good hockey. Or he scores for a case of tasty cakes. And so many great ones, and a couple people tweeted in with great ones as well. He had some great ways of describing the play. The one I remember most, like he took a shot and he would say, that shot was ticketed. So it was like ticketed to the corner. Like I had a plane ticket to the corner of the net. Robert tweeted in and goes, on the doorstep. <laughs> that was something he always said. John Mulhern tweeting said, I can't imagine where my love for the game would be without Gene Hart. I know it wouldn't be anywhere near where it is now. Yeah, for me, he just captured the excitement of the game. And it was so cool. And I'll put out a tweet with the video, uh, the YouTube video that a, a guy that I grew up playing with um, posted years back. Um, when I was a squirt, uh, they had this thing called the Pepsi shootout. And you would go down there during a day of school, you take the day off and it was me as the goalie, and I think five of my teammates. And it was a shoot. The first, the first part of the competition was a breakaway. Then it was a two on one. Then a three on two, and then uh, another breakaway attempt or a shootout attempt. And when I was a squirt, we ended up winning it. And the cool thing about it was that Gene Hart and Bobby Taylor did the play by play for it. <laughs> so to hear, and this is in 1982, I want to say when I was probably 10, squirt age, um, to have Gene Hart calling your saves, even in that uh, manner, 
was ultra cool. So uh, he was he was incredible. He was a great job. Did, did such a good job with what he the way he captured the excitement of a game. John Jerry Stizzy's goes moves right on in, moves right on in. That's what he always used to say. It's great. So uh, very cool stuff, and uh, getting to relive that while we're on a hockey hiatus. Uh, but what I wanted to get into on the uh, program here tonight, and I don't know if I'm called podcast a program, but I just did. Uh, but I put this tweet out and said, if someone uh, from Mars came down to Earth, so in other words, they know nothing about anything about the way we live, and they asked you these two questions, well, what are your answers? The first question is, is why do you love the sport of ice hockey? And then number two, and besides the fact that maybe you grew up here in Philadelphia and some of the people that responded actually didn't, um, but still fell in love with the Flyers. But besides that, you grew up in Philadelphia. Why are you a fan of the Philadelphia Flyers? Um, I think they're interesting questions, and it's a good time right now to kind of reflect because, you know, this season has brought the Flyers back up to where we are so used to them being for so many years. And, you know, the last eight years without a playoff win, uh, a playoff series win, is, is incredible for an organization that in the NHL has the third highest winning percentage of all time. Now, I know they're not an original six team, so they haven't played the same amount of games uh, that the Montreal Canadiens played. The Canadians have played 6,616 games uh, in their franchise's history, and they have a winning percentage of 588. We know all the cups that they have as well, and you know all the the you know the, histor- the historical aspects of the Montreal Canadiens. The number one team win percentage in the NHL in all time right now is actually the Vegas Golden Knights. They, they haven't been in the league long enough yet to really be able to, you know, have a have this have enough sample size to be able to do it. Uh, the Flyers, by the way, their winning percentage, as I said, third in the NHL all time at 576. So let me give you some perspective on that, too, because one of the things that we've talked about here on Flyers Daily is, is this notion that, well, that, you know, so many people think the Flyers have been irrelevant. And I know they haven't won a playoff series in eight years, but uh, last I checked, you know, the Sixers before uh, a couple years ago hadn't won a playoff series in way longer than that. Uh, the Eagles had gone through droughts of not winning a playoff game for way longer than that. And the Phillies don't even get me started. So I gave, here's the rankings of the other three Philadelphia teams in win percentage in their league all time. The Sixers, they're 11th in NBA history with a winning percentage of 515. The Eagles are 19th in NFL history in win percentage with four, uh, a winning percentage under 500 of 491. And the Phillies, 27th in Major League Baseball history with a win percentage of 472. We know they were the first team to ever get to 10,000 losses in professional sports. And the Flyers, number three in their sport and a win percentage of 576. Now, I know it's been 45 years since the Flyers won a cup. I get it. Believe me, I get it. It took the Eagles 52 years to win a Super Bowl. But that being said, um, that's another reason why, for me, and I think a lot of other people, they fell in love with the sport and with the team because they were winners. And there were so many of those years, last eight years excluded, so many of those years that you always felt like they could go on a run and win it. And look, sometimes they didn't do the right thing. They didn't go out and get the right goalie. Sometimes they they spent money in the wrong places. But they always did it to try and win. So I think that's that's something that the Philadelphia Flyer fan base can certainly identify with. But again, the question begs to be answered is what made you fall in love with the sport of ice hockey? That's the first question. And what made you fall in love with the Philadelphia Flyers? Furious A tweets, and he says, no other sport has its combination of speed, skill, toughness, and uninterrupted play 
all done on the hardest and most slippery surface in sports, obviously ice. It's a great point. It, to me, it's like four sports wrapped into one. And, you know, the, what these guys go through physically at these speeds, at this velocity of checking, the velocity for which they can shoot that little vulcanized piece of rubber, it is incredible. And how they can manipulate a puck and how goalies can contort themselves, read the body, and make saves for a puck that's moving 90 to 100 miles an hour is simply incredible. So I, I totally agree with the, the you know, it, hockey doesn't often get portrayed as an athletic sport like basketball does, but it is. So I looked it up. A hockey player skates around 20 miles an hour per game. Connor McDavid skated 24 miles an hour in a game. That's probably the fastest ever. 24 miles an hour. That's insane. The average hockey player in a game skates over five miles. He's an average height of 6'1", a 200 pounds, and a fat level of under 10%, and they skate over 500 miles a game, or five miles a game, and over 410 miles a season. So to think that this game is not an athletic sport would be one of the biggest gross injustices in all of sports. It's every bit as athletic as the NBA, as the NFL, and obviously more so than baseball. Uh, just because it doesn't look as pretty like an NBA game does, like like a, like a ballet. Some players make it look like a ballet. You can't tell me that Connor McDavid doesn't make it look like a ballet. But that being said, it is extremely athletic. So great points by our first tweeter, Furious A. He also says, my mom got me in to the Flyers after years of suffering horribly uh, in the early 70s, Eagles, Sixers, and Phils, and then the Flyers won the Cup. So that was the thing that turned him on uh, to the Philadelphia Flyers. John, Mar- uh, John Morrison says, I marvel at the skill, the hand-eye coordination, and stick handling while moving at 20-plus miles an hour. Yep, I totally agree. I mean, look, everybody in Philadelphia hates Sidney Crosby because of the player that he is, but I think we can all agree that he's a great hockey player. Some of the some of the goals he had last year, knocking the puck out of midair, are, are simply incredible. Uh, John also says that the 80s-era team with Prop, Hal, Kerr, uh, Pelly Lindbergh and Hextall, those guys never quit. Yeah, great teams. And that was, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I was born in 1972. You know, between 1980 when I was eight and to, to like 87 when they went to that other final against the Edmonton Oilers and Hexie, uh, that night, you know, those seven years from the time I was 10 to 17 was incredible. So great stuff's there. Uh, he said, love the Flyers because they're an amazing organization inside and out from the players right down to the fans. Amazing community. That was Hoags who tweeted that in. He also said about the game, question number one, love the flow of the game and the brotherhood you gain as teammates as well as the family you create while watching your favorite team. And that's a great point. Um, not everybody played the sport, uh, but if you did play the sport, it's like a lot of other sports. You know, you have a brotherhood with the guys that you play with. Um, but there's something a little different with hockey where it seems like the brotherhood never allows any guy, no matter how good he is, to get too full of himself. It's, it's why you see players in the NHL with so much humility. You ask them, they do something great, what do they do? They thank everybody else on the team but themselves. It's just the way the sport kind of polices itself from ego. So, great point. Kevin A. says, because it's the ultimate team sport. Every guy that dresses plays, with the exception of the backup goalie, unless the, the number one goalie gets pulled. It's a great point. And the reason why he loves the Flyers, John LeClaire and Eric Lindros. 
I saw a lot of those two names and as reasons why people love the Philadelphia Flyers. E. Christopher tweets in and says, Pace probably also has the highest skill level requirement of the four major sports. Hey, I agree with you. He also said, my parents plopped me in front of the TV as an infant, and I have, it, uh, have been truly mesmerized by watching Orange and Black my whole life. In short, it was early exposure. So that's a great point. Chris tweets in and he says, that they have the greatest playoffs in sports as far as why he loves hockey. Nothing like playoff hockey from being in the arena for Orange Crush to drinking beers with a group of friends. And yeah, we... Look, we're all hockey fans. If you're listening to this, you're a hockey fan. The NHL playoffs are so great. It's why with everything going on with the coronavirus, I just hope there's some way that they can get a full playoff in or at least a conference final of seven games and a Stanley Cup final of seven games. But, yeah, the playoffs are so – I love watching every round of it. The first round is the greatest for me because there's so many games and there's so many upsets, and it's treacherous. Uh, he says his re- reason for loving the Flyers, number 88. He says, I owe my love for the Flyers to uh, number 88. Being 10 years old at the time, he was my guy, and uh, his dad raised him right and made him a Flyer fan. So great stuff. Uh, Dan Knightley tweets and says, why do I love hockey? Well, I'm Canadian. He said, we're born into it in Canada. Eric Lindros is why I'm a Flyers fan, though. He terrorized the opposition. He looked like a grown man playing boys, and he absolutely did, Dan. I remember his rookie year going to games uh, with my buddy, and we would just watch him every time he came on the ice after a shift, especially or before shift, early in the game, he would target somebody and he would just wreck them to kind of make his presence known so then he could take over the rest of the game and get more space than than anybody else would get on the ice because he could skate so well. He was so big, so strong, and so skilled. Uh, Sean says it's the fastest, most electrifying, and daring sport imaginable. And the guys that uh, got him into the Flyers, Eric Lindros and John LeClaire, got me hooked back in 95 is what he says. Uh, PSL, uh, Pat's Loudon says, Prism. And being lucky enough to see games at the Spectrum. That's why he fell in love with hockey. That's a great point. Uh, Prism, the Flyers games were on that pay channel. And to be able to see games at the Spectrum, I remember going to games with my dad, Section R, Row 7. It was awesome. It was in the end uh, at the top of the circle where the Flyers shot twice and got to see so many great opposition players and so many great Flyers players over the years. Tim Tobin, frequent tweeter, says, an ultimate team sports why he loves the game. And he says, as a kid, uh, the Flyers would play my dad's softball team every summer back in the 80s. So he got his picture taken with Tim Kerr and Brian Propp from that time. And from then on, they were my favorite team in any sport. So great stuff. I mean, and you know, I, I try and kind of, I think about this a lot, trying to encapsulate why I love the sport as much as I do. I obviously grew up playing it. I started playing when I was four, and I'm still playing it now like an idiot at 47. Uh, my kid plays it, and I'm kind of living through his eyes right now and watching the enjoyment that he gets out of uh, not only playing it and practicing, but the camaraderie that goes along with it, uh, with the the guys on his team in the locker room when we go to tournaments and those kind of things. Um, To me, it just, I don't know what it was, but immediately for me, it like became part of my DNA, and it's been a part of my identity since I can remember. So uh, I'm not sure why it sank its hooks in in me the the way it did, um, but I'm sure thankful that it did, and I've been enjoying it ever since and still will continue to. And, uh, you know, the good news about what's going on right now in the hockey hiatus, yeah, it's day number six, but we are a day closer to the game getting back on the ice. I don't know when that is, but every day that takes by is literally a day closer to the game getting back on the slippery surface. Everybody, thanks for listening. We'll bring you another episode tomorrow here on Flyers Daily. Have a great night, and pretty soon we can say we'll enjoy our hockey.